welcome to the DNC Nights 1 and 2 recap episode for Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here with the President of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, tell me just right off the bat, what were your thoughts about the DNC Nights 1 and 2? Did, did you watch it? No, I, I barely watched it. I... Uh... You know, I mean, I, I guess I passed the channel. I, I probably only saw yeah, three hours and 52 minutes of the, you know, I don't know how long they were airing, but, you know, but I probably only saw three, I would say 355 at most. <laughs> they, they were a little over four hours. So I think you missed about seven Okay, minutes. so there was, you know, there was plenty that I didn't see. There was a tremendous amount that I, you know, as you, you flip the channels and then all of a sudden you, you catch you know, one or two speeches and you say failed leadership, losers, pathetic, and then you move on. Now, it seems like you watched um, a good portion. Did any of the words that were said hurt your feelings or have any impact whatsoever? Well, no, they can't hurt my feelings. Obviously, night one, you know, you have crazy Bernie and, uh, you know, the Kenyan's wife. So... You know, what were they going to say that could hurt my feelings? I mean, I'm doing a tremendous job. The reason, the reason, as I said today during a great strong press conference, the only reason I'm even in office is because of Barack Obama, okay? When they saw what a terrible African-American job he did <laughs> as president, a lot of people wanted change. They didn't like his change. They wanted Trump change. Why did you have to Trump mention change, his Trump change, that rhymes with Trump change. That could be some sort of slogan. I don't know. Get your people on it. But Mr. President, what do you think of Michelle Obama's speech? I thought it was a very powerful speech. What, what is well, your she's speech? strong. I mean, she lifts weights, so it's going to be powerful. But I thought it was a weak speech. And by she, the way, we, you know, by the way, I had sex with melatonin on her garden. That, that was <laughs> one of the things we did. So, you know, notice she didn't bring that up because we totally, we totally dominated. <laughs> No, she did say that you are the wrong president for our country. She said that you lack, uh, you have a lack of empathy. Do you, do you agree with her about that? It's as if she doesn't even know. She obviously doesn't listen to our great podcast because she would have heard tremendous empathy last week for Jeff Epstein, <laughs> the one year anniversary of his passing. And this week, you know, a lot of people, you know, there was, this is, by the way, in case people are catching up on this episode, they better not miss the regular weekly episode that was yet we put up early yesterday. There's going to be episodes every night this week, and I hope they don't miss them. But on our great regular episode yesterday, I, you look from it, I don't know if it was you, but somebody that looked like you, I think was doing the episode. I showed great sympathy for the death. Okay. There was a death in my family. And, uh, Rick Trump, Rick Trump passed. And Robert. I exi I, well, you know, I'm sure some, well, Rick is. Often, some people called know. him Rick. Oh. I'm asking you, his name is Robert. So I was asking you if some people called him Rick because you called him Rick. Oh, who's Robert? Your brother. Well, he was your brother. He is technically still your brother, but he just is not. All I know is we had a loss in the family and I showed great empathy. <laughs> So I don't know what she's talking about, empathy. I mourn Jeff Epstein every day. And I also was very, you know, I, I 
I golfed, but you know, I could have golfed better, but I was too busy being empathy for. So you were empathetically golfing. Well, I had great, I you know, probably powerful empathy for <laughs> the loss of my uh, cousin, um, Ron. Your brother, your brother. Well, you know, the point is I show great empathy. So whatever she's talking about is totally false. It, it, you know, it is what it is. She, by the way, she stole that line. Did you know? Remember when they gave Madagascar, my wife, so many problems <laughs> over yes. stealing the fact Obama's that she's, well, no, no, speech. not steal. You know, she's white. She didn't steal. The, the fact that she had similar great thoughts, I'd say even better Parallel thoughts. thinking. Oh, was it parallel thinking? Well, it was, you know, it was thoughts. And they were, you know, it was, it was a coincidence, I think is what some people might call it. And they accused my great wife of stealing. And nobody's accusing Michelle Obama. This is how crooked the media is. She says it is what it is. That's my line. I say it is what it is. And she was wrong, by the way. She was totally wrong. She said 150,000 dead. We're over 170,000 dead, okay? So she was totally wrong. It's fake news. Total, total self-own. You know, they call it a self-own. You mm-hmm. know, she was trying to talk trash, and she had her numbers totally wrong. What do you think of Bernie Sanders' speech? He, he, was, uh, he had a nice background, I thought, with the wood behind him. Made him... Well, I can tell you, big gay Mike Pence was, you know, looking at the wood very strongly uh, during the convention. But I thought it was weird. I guess Bernie was trying to, you know, maybe he wants to give out free wood to everybody because, you know, trees uh, are part of the one-tenth of one percent of all forests. So I thought Bernie, finally, he'll be done. He's a loser. He couldn't even be, he couldn't even, he couldn't even face me. Okay. He couldn't even face me. He never even got to the finals and he acts like he's the greatest thing ever. So I'm glad we're done with Bernie and Michelle Obama stole from me with her speech. And I thought it was a weak speech with total lack of facts. So night one, you know, night one, I think they thought it was going to be a lot stronger for them, but it was obviously, as you know, very weak. What would you grade it out of 10? Night one. Out of 10? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to give it a two and I'll tell you why it's not a zero. Why? Two words. Eva Latina. It's <laughs> the only reason why. Well, that's a good, re- let's be honest. I mean, okay. I, you know, she's no Salma Hayek, but she's close. Now for night two of the DNC. The deuce, happen- the deuce, because it was a real crap. <laughs> did you happen to see the, the keynote? Who was the keynote? It was a, it was like a Broadway show. The keynote. There was a bunch of people speaking. Was that the beginning? Yes. Oh, with all the losers, the like, you know, the diversity people just talking about, you know, a bunch of nonsense. Well, did, did you notice how some of the cameras, like people, couldn't put their camera on a tripod? Did you notice someone was shaky? Well, they're very low. They're low IQ. The Democrats. They're low IQ. They're low tech. You know, we love great tech, and they're very bad at tech, and they don't have wealth, and they don't have the talent. You know, so it doesn't surprise me that they they're putting on a horrible show. And they and they replaced. You know, and tonight 
I knew it was going to be a bad night because they replaced um, Eva, the hot, the hot Latin chick. They replaced Angoria, the hot Latin Eva chick with, okay, with, uh, you know, the, uh, the blackish. And I can say that because that's what they call, you know, she's on the show called blackish. I don't know who you're talking about. The host. Yeah. Okay. The host tonight. She's on blackish. Okay. The actress. Yes. She's Diana Ross's daughter. Did you know that? I did not know that. Very overrated. I wanted to ask you, did you see Bill Clinton speak tonight? Bill Clinton used to be somebody with great charisma. Okay, I may not like his policies. I may think his wife is crooked. But he had great charisma. And that charisma is gone. He's just... He doesn't have, he's low energy. I never thought I'd see the day that we'd have a low energy bill, but he's a low energy bill. Were you surprised that he did not play the saxophone? You know, I think, I think he realizes that no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> He was, he was, he was I think really... he was doing that to impress the blacks. <laughs> okay. It. I'll say okay. it. I'll, you know what? I'm finally going to speak my mind. I'm not going to be so, P, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm a little too PC on this podcast. I think he was doing it to impress the blacks. And then once Obama got elected and he realized he couldn't be the favorite president of the African-Americans, he said, I'm done with the saxophone. So you think he ditched the saxophone once Obama was elected because he couldn't impress black people with the saxophone skills anymore? I think that, well, you said it. Okay. Now, who else, uh, did anyone else impress you tonight or did anyone else stand out to you tonight? Well, um, Ocasio-Cortez looked very pretty. I know, you know, I don't like her. I think she's a vicious, but she's got, she's got talent. I don't like the talent, but I recognize that there's strong talent. And what I don't like is they only filmed her from like the shoulders up. And what are you doing, DNC? You got the D's and I can't see them. Okay. So you've got a star there. I may not like her, but you've got star talent. She puts the D in DNC. I can't see. That makes me. A-N-G-R-Y, because I can't see the titties. That's called bars. That's called late night bars. I'm calling that one AOC titty in the city. Uh, that was great, Mr. President. That was very impressive. You must have hung out with Kanye recently. Well, as you know, I wouldn't, uh, you know, AOC, I think I, I I look at AOC the way Darth Vader looked at Luke Skywalker. Except, as you know, I would never have feelings for a child of mine. But never. I mean, there's always an exception. There's always every rule has an exception. But uh, no, what I would say is, if I could turn that talent, if we could take, can you imagine if she switched to the Republican Party? And all of a sudden started wearing, you know, Ivanka type tops and just strutting through telling all the Democrats what failures they are. I mean, the talent uh, we would, we would, 
We would dominate if we had AOC. They're not using her properly. Speaking of Ivanka, did you see the person, I don't know who the woman was from Tennessee. Did you happen to see that? She resembled Ivanka a little bit. You mean if Ivanka never stopped eating IHOP and was stupid? <laughs> okay, I, I guess so if you want to. How dare you? Uh, you know what? You're, I haven't said this in a while. You're fired. You're, oh, this my... is your, we're getting a replacement for the rest of the DNC episodes because that woman was like, that woman was the Ivanka if you're, you know, just some goober in a trailer and that's the best you can do. That was no Ivanka. Okay. Did you happen to see... I couldn't even see her nips. And she was wearing, by the way, a white dress. And I still <laughs> couldn't see the hard nipples. So how dare you suggest that she was anywhere near the Ivanka level? My apologies. Which, by the way, is a great level on our Patreon. It is. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Now, Mr. President, when... Biden accepted the nomination. You think AOC would date me at some point? Do you want to be honest with you or you want me just to tell you what you want to hear? Well, they're the same thing. So obviously, when I think, you she, I think she'll definitely be interested in you, uh, depending how this election goes. If you have more free time and you don't win and then you get rid of melatonin, I think there is a possibility. Perfect. Okay. When, Wouldn't it be great just to call her AOT? <laughs> Would be nice. But does that sound good to you? I will see. Okay. AOT, we'll see. Um, Biden put the mask on. He, he accepted the nomination. He had a background mask of people. And then him and his wife were there. And then they put the mask on. And there was that awkward moment. Did you have you to see that with the? It? But you see that with the mask. It's all a big show. It's all a big oh look at us. We're wearing masks. It just makes the Democratic Party look so weak. We're not wearing any masks for the Republican convention. In fact, You're not letting anyone every, wear a mask. Every every night of the convention, as you'll see next week, we'll start with a prayer, and then spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> And obviously, I told you night two. See, I told the re on the regular episode, on our regular weekly episode yesterday, yes. I told everybody night two was such a weak night for the Democrats. Night two for us. Remember the patriotic Eiffel Tower with Ted Nugent, a young woman who's only legal in four states, That's right. conducting it on the border of one of those legal states, so it's barely legal. And... Um, James Woods, another one of our great statutory Americans. That's right. For minorities. I, I remember this. Uh, it's, it's, a night. For, you remember, well, yeah, okay. So great. It's a night. It's called a night for minorities because we're going to be fighting for the rights of minors and their titties <laughs> in honor of, and the, the great mural of Jeff Epstein will hang in the background. It's it's think about that. Think about that as our night too, compared to what you saw tonight. Colonoscopy Powell. <laughs> Easter that's, Island, John Kerry. That's his name? Colonoscopy. I didn't know that was his nickname. It's the full name. Colin is short. Colonoscopy Powell, John Kerry, who looks like, you know, Stonehenge. And, you know, they did the, it was a terror. And then you know, I'm surprised you haven't asked me yet about the John McCain and Sleepy Joe friendship video. 
Well, I was going to ask you about that, and I was going to ask you about the love story video. Like, what, what is this, think? a promo for Grinder? Big Game Mike Pence looks excited by the friendship video. Was it convincing, the video between McCain and, and Biden? Was it no, I'm sure, that, I'm sure they were friends because they both, they're both sort of failed people. And do you think Joe Biden is By the way, tough... no Meghan McCain. They could have put Meghan McCain in the video. No Meghan McCain. They could have. They, they were also talking how tough... Joe Biden is. Democrats are anti-big breasts. That's what they stand for. They're not. They're not the. That's why I think we could get AOC out of the Democratic Party. Now, if she became AOT, would she become AOT double D? Well, with the right surgery. <laughs> yeah, just making sure. Now, Mr. President. I wanted to know what you thought of the, the Biden love story with his wife, the whole video of how they met and everything. And what did you think of that? This is the one time. And I think the only time I'll give Sleepy Joe credit. His wife was fairly high quality. She was hot. And, you know, she still runs. I mean, you know, she's expiration date. I don't care. She's 69, which I thought was funny. <laughs> uh, it's funny but i will give i will give sleepy joe credit he he was you know he was balding at like 26 years old and he still landed jill biden or whatever and who knows what her name was before well it but, took him five times to ask her to, uh, well, because he's a, because he, because he's a loser <laughs> you know and i like that they showed that i because she was good looking. He's sort of a, you know, just a sleepy loser. And I give him credit though. I give him credit. He got, you know, because I have obviously had hotter, hotter wives and, and I have a hotter daughter as well. But, you know, melatonin's not perfect. I mean, she's an international model and, you know, does pretty much anything as long as the, the checks, you know, direct deposit on time. But you ever heard her speak? I mean, Jill Biden sounds like an American. It's got to be nice to have a pretty wife that sounds, you know, like she didn't come off a shipping container in the harbor. So I, oh. give, I give Sleepy Joe a little credit for his wife. Uh, and then she wants to open the school. So she's obviously, you know, sort of, you know, a low IQ individual like Joe. Well, what did you think about her her final speech to end the whole DNC? For I actually, well, to be honest, I just rewound it to the beginning so I could see the pictures of her when she was young. So, and then when I fast forwarded, they were up to John Legend and I said, well, time to go. <laughs> well, that's it. You bailed on it. <laughs> well, Mr. President, Thank you so much for doing this extra episode and for doing the future episodes with us uh, this week. Also on Saturday, we are doing a bonus episode for all Patreon. Uh, we're going to have a guest. I'm, former President Obama is going to be joining us again to recap the DNC. So hopefully you guys can get along. Uh, he's with us on Saturday, so that's patreon.com slash mpga. Um, any level, we'll get that extra episode. And uh, just a reminder again, on August 31st, Monday, 7.30, we're doing a live recording at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, stressfactory.com for tickets. 
Mr. President, any parting words before we speak to everyone tomorrow night after night three? Slide into my DMs, AOC. <laughs> well, we will speak. We will uh, give everybody another recap tomorrow. And Mr. President, thank you so much once again and have a great night. I will. Don't tell me what kind of night to have. <laughs>